CBS promotes a fake news nurse crying video. The police shut down another church gathering and Sweden rejects lockdown. We're going to get into all this and more. Welcome to America the Podcast. I'm your host, Joey Saladino. We're going to get into everything going on in America today. Let's get into this. So the Baptist Church in Maryville, they went along and proceeded to have their service, even though the city said that they could not. So they went ahead, they had their own service, media showed up, uh, people showed up for the service, and the police department comes over, they start taking everybody's license plate down and putting notifications on all of their cars. So... This, because they're breaking the city orders of having no mass gathering. And this is what the notice says. Uh, I wish they would have took a better photo, but they didn't. This vehicle's presence at this location indicates that its occupants are present at a mass gathering. Prohibited by orders of the governor and the cabinet for health, sorry, it's a little hard to read, it's blurry, for health and family services. As a result, this vehicle's occupants and anyone they come into contact with are at risk of contracting COVID-19, a respiratory illness that can be, it just tells you what it is, uh, where where people congregate unnecessarily or fail to follow inadequate social distancing practices. They are spreading COVID-19, creating scenes of emergency, and the rest is kind of cut off by the window blades. I think in Kentucky, they said that they were going to track the light license plates and hold them into a mandatory 14-day quarantine in their home. That's t- tyranny, if I ever heard of it. Now, here's the problem. I, I, I post this. Mary Baptist continues to hold an in-person service despite orders to cease. Police record their license plate and put notes on their car. No wonder. I wonder if they'll force these people into mandatory house quarantine. The tyranny has begun. So... This is the problem. If COVID-19 was the disease and the virus that was actually going to kill 2.2 million people and it was doing so, then I could understand some of this, these big government decisions because you have now solid evidence that this virus is wiping through, killing that's going to kill millions of people. I can understand that. But the problem is it's been months now, and all of the projection models have been proven to be false and they've been updated and now the death rate is down to 60,000. The problem is now that these governments, these local governments are now months later taking this extra tyrannical control for the safety of their people. Even though the models have been all shown to be wrong, they're still acting like these models are right. Like the first model that we got with the 2.2 million deaths, they're still they're acting like that's a brand new model and they're still working on that and still making massive public policy based on those models. Models that we know are bullshit. Models that have been updated and still bullshit. They're still taking that action. And the scary thing is the police are taking this action. I was the one to always say, if, if you watch a lot of my content, I would always say, the police have free will. They will never they will never confiscate the guns. They will never do anything unconstitutional, uh, at least to this extent. I was wrong because that's what we're saying. And police that uphold unconstitutional orders are relieved of their duty. 
The moment they do that, they're relieved of their duty. They took an oath to uphold the Constitution. As soon as they start locking people up in their homes for, because of quarantine, I'm sorry. You're, at that point, you're relieved of your duty. You're not an officer anymore. You, you didn't uphold your oath. You're not, you're not an officer. Obviously, in the eyes of the law, that's not the case. But in the eyes of the people, that is the case. So we can't be pushed around and bullied because these people are taking orders from the city and the state. They need to take some responsibility and know that they took an oath. They're forgetting about that oath. But it's only a matter of time before some departments say no, before people say no, we're not going to let this happen. Also, we, we know that this COVID-19 situation isn't all that it's cracked up to be. I'm grateful that it's not. These states and these cities need to start loosening these quarantine lockdown measures. They need to start loosening them. They're not. They're increasing them. This thing's almost over. In New York City, it's almost over. Where the new deaths daily are just on the, on the decline. I mean, not, not new deaths daily, the new hospitalizations daily are on the decline, and, and soon, once that once a, a certain amount of time sets, their death rate is going to plummet. Right now, the death is, is still high because it's just, you know, people going in the hospital, it takes a week for them to die or whatever, so once that this, this week is over, it's going to go on the decline massively. But we need the government, we need the federal government, we need Trump to take action to, to, to this way there is no civil unrest there is no revolution. It's a peaceful protest. It starts with peaceful protests. And when they don't work and we still see our rights being taken away, it, it it's not going to be peaceful anymore. And that's just a fact. So the federal government, if Trump is concerned and if he's paying attention, this is becoming a bigger problem than COVID. Trump needs to say, you can't do that. <laughs> We're not going to let you do that. You can't, you can't do that. Because if it happens... Things might start spiraling out of control. This is a fake news video promoted by CBS. Watch and listen. America is not prepared and nurses are not being protected. It says the nurse had to make a difficult decision in order to protect herself and family members with pre-existing medical conditions. I quit my job today. I wanted to work and I was assigned to a COVID patient on an ICU unit that has been converted to a designated COVID unit. None of the nurses are wearing masks, not even surgical masks in the hallways when they're giving report to each other. I had my own N95 mask. I told my manager I understand we're short on supplies, but let me protect myself. Let me feel safe. I have family that I have to come home to. And the way things are looking, this isn't going to get any better. America is not prepared. And nurses are not being protected. So that had all the check marks for propaganda. Um, crying, woman, family, mass death protection, nurses, it just, it just had it all there. Um, CBS on April 5th, they tweeted this. They edited music on top of it. In tears, a nurse says she quits her job after she was asked to work in COVID-19 ICU without a face mask. 
so Jordan, um, I can't pronounce his last name, um, he went on Twitter and he, he pretty much formulated all the expose on this, calling it out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through it. Um, get CBS producer, add music, captions, etc. to it without even vetting this fraud. Good job. The internet salutes about five minutes to obliterate her credibility. And it looks like a post from her Facebook that says, uh, her, po- her Facebook uh, says, I've already suffered with anxiety, bipolar, depression, and was feeling a heavy toll with transitioning back into an ICU after being away from the bedside for over a year. I am now feeling already defeated before walking onto the battlefield. I know this isn't the mind, the right mindset, by it, but I'm just sharing my raw emotions and thoughts with you all right now. I am hoping to have a change on morale real soon. Um, she also said, I am scared, no doubt about it. I'm scared, I don't know what to expect, and I have honestly tried to keep myself at a distance from social media and the media in general. The information overload can be uh, hard to sift through as far as as what is credible and what is not, it triggers me. And she said triggers T space R space I, etc. So it seems like this woman's just a, a manic depressant and going crazy. Another post uh, from hers on March 30th, she posted, I, choose, I chose my life today and my family members who have pre-existing conditions. So it's talking about her quitting on March 30th and March 26th. Uh, she po- she also posted, uh, so I've been off of work for the for about two weeks now and put on my last day. I'm scared. She just keeps talking about how she's scared and depressed, and she just she seems like a manic depressant, to, to be honest with you. And th- this is what is being used for what they what what their agenda is that hospitals are underprepared. There's mass hysteria. Uh, people are gonna die. Um, He also said, so she has been on the job for a day or two after taking a year off to pursue something resembling an Instagram modeling career, and she quit because of the conditions. Deliberate misrepresentation of her career means you cannot take her other statements at face value. Okay, it turns out I was too friendly about this timeline. The lady quit on her first day being back at the job, and that account no longer exists that proved that crisis actor 101 type stuff right now of the jesse smollett playbook she is indeed a nurse uh, one who hasn't been on the job too much everything else is lies exaggerations and unproven statements already backtracking initial story mask supply empty and not allowed to wear masks not even around covid19 patients the new story is uh, bottom line, hospitals did not have adequate supplies of PPE and mask and was taking proper precautions while making uh, prudent decisions not to blow through supplies. She shows up, first day on the job, wants to break the protocol and do her own thing. They say no. She quit and goes full crisis actor. CBS team meeting. Okay, and he's just going on. So... Uh, update the nurse behind the hoax has video has deleted her twitter account and has locked her instagram additionally cbs had has issued a so-called clarification and their clarification is 
the nurse in the video clarify her experience on monday in a tweet we were each assigned one n95 per one covid patient uh covid patient's room but was not allowed to wear it outside of the room we are our own n95 masks around the nurse's station and halls which i came prepared with so <laughs> there it is the, the hoax has been exposed right there they Good thing they updated that, clarify that, that this, this, this was nothing but fear-mongering. The, and the problem is uh, politicians, like obviously Bernie Sanders, I think this was right before he dropped out, politicians would talk about this. They would bring it up, and they'll use it in their case. And once it gets corrected, like the Jesse Smollett thing, nobody has anything to say. And this is the fear-mongering being used to promote this agenda. And that is a problem. That is a massive problem. We got to constantly be calling out all of this. Because if we don't, because the, the, the fear mongering will never stop. And we can't let the, the problem is too many people, there's about half of America, believe this junk. Then the other half of America says, I don't know about that. Let me, let me look into that. That doesn't sound right. So <laughs> we're, we're the half that looks into it. And we got to help the half that doesn't look into it. We got to work together in spreading the real news. The, the, the mainstream media, we know, we know it's all fake news. Other people don't. So Sweden decided to do no lockdown orders, and let's see how that's going for them so far. My prediction is Sweden did no lockdowns. Because of this, they might see a massive spike that lasts a very short time. As long as they have enough hospital resources, they will not see any extra fatalities compared to the lockdown countries. And that is true, because the reason for the lockdown is to just flatten the curve. You're not removing the curve. You're not stopping the curve. You're flattening the curve enough so this way, at any given time, you have enough hospital resources to help whoever needs to be helped. And the only way there would be extra death is if you unflat... Sorry, I burped is if you unflatten the curve and the peak of the curve would have exceeded the maximum hospital resources. At that point, then people, more people would die than that would. So it's about flattening the curve, not stopping the curve. But currently they're at 10.5 thousand cases, 900 deaths. Seems relatively low. But you got to also keep in mind they do have a population of 10 million. I'm just trying to be fair. They have a pretty low population. Their daily new cases... Seems to be a little bit all over the place. On April 1st, I'm going to read off from April 1st on, 500 new cases, 620, uh, 560, went down to 300, back up to almost 400, about 400, close to 500, peaked up to 700, another 700, uh, down to 550, down to 460. So it, it's been a little bit of a roller coaster up and down. But it seems to be following that trend. The total active cases obviously is is, is, is going to be around the same as the total. Their active is 8.8. And I guess, yeah, so uh, daily deaths. I'm going to read off from the first. Daily deaths, 60, 70, 50, 15, 26, 76. 114 is some spikes there. There's 114, about 100, another 100. In a three-day span, and then it went back down to 77, and on the 11th, 17. So it's a really bit of a roller coaster. I guess this also 
we need to take into account that how they're tracking it. Maybe there's a little bit of delays. That's why it's not everything's not coming all in at once. So I predict what we're going to see is we might see a spike for a very short time, and then it will be over quick. As long as Sweden has enough hospital resources, comparatively, they will do better than all the surrounding countries or the same that did lockdown. That is my prediction. I want to say it here first on video because the 99% of the stuff I've been saying has been coming true because we need to realize that the purpose, and people forget this, the purpose of lockdown is to slow the spread, not to stop the spread. And when I say we should stop doing lockdown, it doesn't mean I want people to go out and get sick and die. That doesn't mean I support that. That means, it means basically it's inevitable. People getting sick is going to be inevitable. Every time you leave your house, you're at risk any multi, a multitude of viruses and illnesses, not just COVID-19. Every time you leave your house, you're risking the spread of a dangerous virus and deadly infection, such as the seasonal flu, for example. But if we unflatten the current curve that we have in America, if we unflatten it, and make it so there's a giant peak, we still come nowhere close to exceeding maximum hospital resources. The lockdown was a, was not a scam. It was useless. It did nothing. If anything, it will res result in more death over the long term because of the economic consequences that this is going to be causing. I think the lockdown is actually you're going to you're going to see by the end of the year, you're going to see that there were no extra deaths from the previous year versus this year. Because one, obviously, the virus is killing people who would have died anyway by the end of the year. And obviously, there's there's other deaths being, it's being misclassified a lot. So it's still too soon for the definitive answers that I'm giving you right now. But I'm, I'm telling you because I know. I just know. I see it in my head. I see the numbers. I'm like a... I'm like Rain Man. <laughs> I'm like Rain Man. I just I just see the numbers. I just know. I was calling this stuff from day one. If you go back on my Twitter and just scroll all the way down, I replied back to people who said I was going to be wrong and this wasn't going to age well. I said this never. There's not going to be a ventilator shortage. There's not going to. We're not going to go over capacity on the hospital resources. And guess what? We came in New York City where it had the worst. Their peak was one tenth or one-fifth, whatever it is, of peak hospital resource, even though the projections said that they were going to go over. I, I called it from the start. I said, we're not going to come close. I'm not worried about not having enough supplies, ventilators, people, or space, because when we need more supplies, ventilators, people, or space, we make more of that stuff. The current supply is not a, it's not a finite supply. I mean, technically, it is finite if you want to scale it up, but it's virtually an infinite supply, virtually. It's not finite. The current ICU beds, we you have armies that can come in and just make a hospital in a couple days and have 1,000, 2,000 beds. You can ship in a, a hospital boat, and boom, you have 6,000 beds, whatever the number is. So whatever we have in the hospitals, is it's not finite. You add to it. You can easily add to it, where you don't have to shut down the entire economy to take care of people. You don't have to do it. Keep that in mind because 
the narrative was when these lockdowns first started, it was about flattening the curve, about slowing the spread. I've just, I'm sorry, I like to repeat myself because a lot of people forget this. People are forgetting the reasoning for the lockdown. And we don't even have any evidence to show that the lockdown even slowed the spread. We have no evidence to show any of that yet. But we'll see. Thank you guys so much for listening to America the Podcast. Please rate five stars if you can. Please subscribe if you're not. Send this to a friend. And you can also text me, 917-540-8768. Ask me some questions, and I might put you in the mailbag. Thank you for listening, and have a nice day. You can, you can stop listening now. The show's over. Go away.